Well, 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 welcome back, guys, to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Pierre Mayo, and as always, it is a delight to be with you guys on a day such as today. What a beautiful day it actually is as we move into the evening time. Beautiful breeze out here in eastern, well, southeast Michigan, I should say. Hey, listen, we're going to jump into the part two of our series five points of wisdom but before we jump into that today as always i must remind you this is listener supported radio and we cannot do this without your support so i would ask you to prayerfully consider digging deep inside and asking the holy spirit what is it that he would have you to contribute so that we can continue to further the gospel of our lord and savior jesus christ to such a dying world and this world is dying guys so let's help make a difference to reach those that are lost to find more information you can go to pierrespodcast.com to find out how to become a contributing partner all right so without further ado we're going to jump into today's lesson part two of five points of wisdom we'll be right back after this So last week we talked about a lack of preparation will always lead to failure. That was our first point. And our second point, which was just as important, is wasting time is wasting money. And we looked at the key verse of James 1 through 5 through 8. If you need wisdom, ask of our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, Be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettling as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do. Listen. We must learn to be stable in everything we do. Not unstable, but stable. There is an expectation from the Lord in which he calls us to gain pure wisdom. Now, you may say, Pastor, well, what is pure wisdom? Wisdom, pure wisdom is wisdom that is holy wisdom, wisdom that is focused on reverence for our Lord and Savior, for our Heavenly Father, who watches out for us, who takes care of us, who moves on our behalf to help create a more sound and productive God-fearing life. That's what this is all about. That's what this whole thing is about. Which brings us into point number three, our our point for today we're going to look at, which is poor work ethic 
will always lead to poverty. Let me say that again. Poor work ethic will always lead to poverty. I know a lot of people who have a horrible work ethic. I mean, just terrible. And the problem is, is that they want to acquire wealth or they want to acquire nice things in life, but their work ethic is so terrible because they don't work and they don't produce, they don't, and they don't deliver that they can never have. Proverbs 6, 10 through 11, CEV says, sleep a little, doze a little, fold your hands and twiddle your thumbs. Suddenly, everything is gone as though it had been taken by an armed robber. You got to think about that statement right there. That's such a powerful statement. Suddenly, everything is gone as though it had been taken by an armed robber. What a beautiful illustration. If you can see that picture in your mind, try and picture that. Think of times when you yourself or even somebody that you may know or maybe you don't know somebody, but you've all seen the person standing on the side of the road with the sign, right, that says, help, I need help, right? Now, we understand, we know there are situations and circumstances where individuals have been put inside situations where they landed in those positions, but that's not the case for everybody. That's not the case for everybody. There are a lot of people in this world who have gone about life uh, frivolously, and because of that, because they slept a little, because they dozed off a little at work or wherever, they lost their job or they got fired or, or whatever may happen, because they twiddled their thumbs a little bit and folded their hands, they became counterproductive to their employer or to their own company, right? Which if they're a company, they probably had clients and people were like, oh no, there's no way. I can't do business with this person anymore because this person lacks responsibility to produce the best results. In the end, it's about producing the best results. You know, the most amazing thing that gets overlooked a lot in the Bible is that God created work and he said that work was good. When we look at Genesis right in the beginning of the Bible, we look at what God is doing. What is God doing? God is working. He's creating. He's producing. And so guess what? If we're made in his image, there is a certain amount of expectation that is placed upon us to do the same. Do you remember in the story of Adam and Eve, after they had sinned, what the Lord says? He says something very profoundly important. He says, now you will work by the sweat of your brow. Now you will, the curse was, is that Adam would now have to basically suffer in his work. See, work was never intended to be a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. We were always gonna work. Whether Adam and Eve had sinned and, and we had the perfect paradise planet or whether they did sin, such as what they did, and we have a curse a cursed planet, which we do. The reality of it is, is that ultimately, man was going to always work. Why? Because work is good according to the word of God. God expects us to work. He does not expect us to be lazy. He expects us to get up and to produce. So when someone doesn't get up and produce, what happens? Poverty sets in, poverty strikes, things happen that cause them to not be able to maintain the lifestyle that they have created for themselves. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Listen, God calls you to work. Work is good. 
So stop putting it off and start getting up to get what God has for you. He desires for you to prosper. So get it. So get it. That's his whole plan. He wants you to go out and get it. Psalms 128 and 2 CEB says, you will definitely enjoy what you've worked hard for. You'll be happy and things will go well for you. Have you ever noticed that when you have uh, a sense of proper finances, we like to call it security, right? Security in our finances. Have you ever noticed that when things go awry, that when you have money, <laughs> you can actually kind of get back one foot a lot quicker. Think about it. Car breaks down. If you don't have any money, if your car breaks down, you're in trouble because it basically derails the rest of your life. You can't make it to work on time or now you got to Uber or now you got to catch the bus or now you got a rental car. What happens? That means you're eating into your money, which means you also still got to pay. If you got a car payment, you still got to make your car payment and you still got to take care of all the other responsibilities you have dealing with that car that's broke down. But man, if you have money put up and saved, what happens? Eh, you can get your car fixed. You may not like the fact that you have to spend your money to get the car fixed, but the reality of it is, is that because you have it, you can get it done without the stress and the concerns that come along with not having it. Powerful, right? Which brings us to our next point. Procrastination will always position you poorly. Let me say that again. Procrastination will always position you poorly. I know of some individuals and they have spent their whole lives procrastinating. And because they procrastinated their entire lives and now they're getting older, they have a hard time getting out of those bad habits, right? And so what's happening? They are just wasting away, producing nothing. Listen, they have to answer for that someday. Someday we'll all stand before the Lord. And when we stand before the Lord, we're going to have to answer for what we did not produce. Listen, my friend, stop procrastinating and start producing. Start moving forward. Ecclesiastes 9 and 10 says, whatever you work to do, do your best because you are going to the grave. What does it say that, Pastor? Let me read it again. Listen carefully. Ecclesiastes 9, 10 Whatever you work to do, do your best because you are going to the grave where there is no working, no planning, no knowledge, and no wisdom. Man, sounds bad, doesn't it? It's intended to sound bad. You know why it's intended to sound bad, guys? Because God is giving us a fair warning. Stop procrastinating and start producing now. Start planning now to bring results into your life. God has called you to be a productive citizen in this world. So guess what? Be productive in this world, guys. Produce. That's what God's expecting us to do. Ecclesiastes 11 and 4 says, Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. And if they watch every cloud, they never harvest. This, my friend, is the epitome of procrastination. This is what procrastination looks like at its finest. <laughs> Listen. You do not want to be a procrastinator. So therefore, you must produce. Stop procrastinating and start producing. It's an expectation of God. He's expecting you to do it. Which brings us to our last and final point. 
Stop talking and start doing. Stop talking and start doing. If you're always busy being a busy body, then you can't care for anybody, including your own body. Let me say that one more time. If you're always busy being a busy body, then you can't care for anybody, including your own body. Listen to me. You have to stop talking and start doing. I know people who say they want to do this, that, and the other. The reality of it is, if you don't start doing it, then guess what? It's never going to get done. First Thessalonians 4 and 11 says, make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working. There we go with that word again, working with your hands, just as we instructed you before. Listen to me. These are expectations that God has placed upon us. He expects us to work, my friend. Second Thessalonians 3, 11 and 12. Yet, we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work. You catch that? Refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work. Catch that again. And work to earn their own living. Man, you don't think that working's not important? Well, I'm not sure why you would not think it's important when it's all through the scripture. Proverbs 25 and 17, CEV says, don't visit friends too often or they will get tired of it and start hating you. Well, what is he implying here? You should be working. One of the things I tell my young adult ministry, The Gathering, is you should have two or three jobs at this point in your life. You have nothing else to do. You're young enough. You have the strength of a bull, most of them do, to go out and to work, to earn that extra money. Because in today's economy, not too many people are sitting on hefty incomes anymore. So what's the point? Get out and produce and make yourself productive. There's a few things I want to leave you with before we close the day. Number one, start working on the better version of yourself. Number two, start being intentional about drawing closer to God. Number three, start examining yourself as you look in the mirror every day and ask yourself, are you really putting your best foot forward? Number four, start being intentional about reaching others for Christ in all you do. Number five, Start working on saving for your future and giving to others in need. And then my final thought for today, my friend, is stop spending so much time on what doesn't really matter. Listen, you've been listening to Pierre's podcast. I hope this message was a blessing for you today. And as always, like and subscribe on our social platforms, Pierre's podcast, as well as also Pastor Pierre Mail on YouTube. God bless. Pierce Podcast. Bye-bye. And we will see you all next time.